every time you go to bed at night is an opportunity to dream a dream and to bring it to life the next day. I just recorded the audio version of it, and I never even knew I could record an audio version of a children's book, which makes it even more special. Recording the audiobook, I feel like I got to experience my own life as an audience member instead of a writer or living through them. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet chef and owner of Milk Bar, Christina Tosi, meteorologist and today co-anchor, Dylan Dreyer, and former competitive ice dancer, Karina Manta. Join them in the recording studio and listen in to discover what inspired each of them to write their books and what they each hope young and old listeners will take away from their stories. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. It's Christina Tozzi of Milk Bar, author of Every Cake Has a Story. I wrote this book because I love to bake, but I don't think there are enough books out in the world beyond cookbooks that talk about the superpowers that dessert can hold. So I wrote a book about it. Baking makes me feel the most like myself. It reminds me that I'm an individual, that the ideas that I have in my brain are special and unique. And it makes me feel joyful, like I'm seeing life in color when I go outside and look at the world, because it's a reminder that everyone else is unique and creative and an individual, too. If I had to describe what it was like to record Every Cake Has a Story as an audiobook, I would say a blast. I guess that's two words. There wasn't a word or phrase that I didn't know how to pronounce, but when you know someone's recording you, things get a little funny. I'm most excited for listeners to hear the pages of Every Cake Has a Story come to life through Sammy, and ideally to connect with the spirit of my voice and Sammy's story, which is to say, every time you go to bed at night is an opportunity to dream a dream and to bring it to life the next day, and even more so to share it with the people around you. My dream narrator, alive or past, to read Every Cake as a Story, honestly, it would be my grandma. My grandma read to me as a kid, and she taught me how to bake, taught me everything I know, basically. Ooh, the last great audiobook I listened to was President Obama's audiobook. And my favorite part was that you got to hear his voice telling his story. When I listen to audiobooks, my favorite place to listen is in the kitchen when I'm baking. It just ignites my senses and it gets my brain into a really curious, lively place. And now here's a little clip from my audiobook of Every Cake Has a Story. The day was black and white and gray. It was always the same gray on Sames Day. The trees, the houses, the doors, the dogs, the clothes, and the people were all the same, too. Everything was the same in Samesville. Huh. 
Hi, this is Dylan Dreyer, and I just finished recording the audiobook for Misty the Cloud, A Very Stormy Day. I wrote my book because I felt like there was a lack of children's stories that took place in the sky. There were no books that really involved clouds having a day, and a day that actually kind of resembled the day that a lot of kids are having. So I thought it was just really the perfect combination of everything I love, you know, when it comes to weather and being a meteorologist, but also working that into the world that I have with my sons and just seeing that their life kind of mirrors a lot of what could happen up in the sky. So it just seemed like a good combination. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be surreal. I mean, I've been working on this book for the last 10 years. I never thought it would see the light of day. And here it is. And it's about to come out. And I just recorded the audio version of it. And I never even knew I could record an audio version of a children's book, which makes it even more special. It's surreal in the best sense of the word. And I just, I couldn't be happier. I can't stop smiling. I realized I had trouble, not so much pronouncing, but trying to say balloons four different ways back to back. I've read it out loud, but Calvin never really requested (laughs) other voices. So it was fun to kind of change up and imagine how each cloud friend would say the word balloons. And I didn't know there were so many different ways to say it. I'm proud that I was able to just read it in a way that I hope kids can understand. I've had a lot of practice reading this book to my son, Calvin, and there were certain times, you know, reading the book to him where I'd always have to stop and answer any questions he had or clarify what was going on or he wants to know what brand of airplane just woke Misty up. So I I usually have to stop what I'm doing to answer a lot of questions, and it takes me a long time to read through the book, which I love. But it was really so special to just take my time and read it all the way through without being interrupted. Although being interrupted is kind of fun too. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Rashida Jones. I love her voice. I love the way she does voiceovers for different characters. I find her voice soothing and comforting. And I hope that you do find, especially Misty's mom, comforting or for Claire's mom to just find comfort in the words she says and the advice she gives. And and then I think Rashida also has just a fun excitement to her voice that I think would play with the characters really well. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. Misty the Cloud, A Very Stormy Day. Claire stepped into the batter's box. She looked up and smiled. Perfect weather for our game. Not a single cloud in the sky. But there was a cloud in the sky, far beyond where Claire could see. That cloud's name was Misty and she was a few thousand feet above the ball field, out over the horizon, in a town named, what else, Horizon. Misty wasn't smiling at all. In fact, she was having a miserable day. That morning, Misty had been fast asleep, dreaming about happy things. For example, the colorful balloons that often soared up from the earth. When an airplane whizzed by waking her from her dream. How rude! Hi, 
This is Karina Monta, author of On Top of Glass, My Stories as a Queer Girl in Figure Skating. I wrote my book because I love coming-of-age stories. I think being a teenager is so difficult in sort of a quiet way, and I don't think people always value those stories. I didn't think as a teenager people took me very seriously. So this was me taking my teenage self seriously. I was also really inspired by the young women of gymnastics and the young women of ballet, changing these spaces for themselves and saying, we're going to build a sport and an environment that is going to take better care of the next generation of girls. This book is definitely my effort to try to add to that and to take care of young women. This is sort of just me adding my small brick to that architecture that's been created by so many people and hoping that maybe some young girl or young woman or anybody will approach it and then build on that. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that would be really beautiful. During the process of writing the book, it could be pretty analytical. I was always thinking about craft and sentences and structure and how to take my own memories and boil them down to fit the rhetoric and the narrative. And recording the audiobook, I feel like I got to experience my own life and my own memories as a reader for the first time. And it allowed me to have a lot of compassion for all these versions of myself that I got to witness as an audience member instead of a writer or living through them. I realized I had trouble pronouncing the plural of oasis, which is oases, but my brain and my heart really wanted it to be oasises. So that was a struggle. Also, solemnity was a hard one, but know how to pronounce those now. <laughs> I'm proud that I was able to tell all of these stories out loud. I was a profoundly shy child to the point where I could hardly even introduce myself to people. I always picked the backseat of a classroom because I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be called on. And I think that's why I gravitated to writing because it allowed me to say things and to show people that I knew things without actually talking. And so I was proud that I was able to actually say these stories for all of you. And I'm excited that listeners will get to have that auditory experience of the story. I love podcasts and I love audiobooks. And I think there's an intimacy hearing the stories out loud. So I hope you feel like we're hanging out as you listen to this. <laughs> if I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I think I would cast the drag queen Gottmik. We both were raised in Arizona, and so we have, like, a similar vocal pattern that Arizona. It's got, like, a West Coast, I think, almost California, but not quite sound to our voices. So I love that, and I love the idea of a drag queen reading my book. That would make me really happy. So, Gottmik, if you're out there, you could do it. <laughs> the last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Tegan and Sarah's book, High School. It's one of my favorite audiobooks of all time. 
It's really one that I would recommend experiencing over audio because they have clips of themselves when they first started out as a band. So you get little clips between chapters of baby Tegan and Sarah singing. And it's just lovely. And it's also a queer coming of age story, which I'm an absolute sucker for. So it's a good one. I love listening to audiobooks while I'm getting ready before a performance. So before I'm going to skate, while I'm putting on makeup and doing my hair, I'll put on an audiobook. And it's a great way to just like not think about being nervous and not think about the crowd. And then by the time I'm done, it's like I got this little moment of zen to myself and then I'm ready to go out and skate. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. I am the kind of person who ruins endings. Before I watch movies, I look up their summaries online. I allow my friends to reveal the best plot twists from their favorite TV shows. When I make attempts at cracking jokes, I go straight for the punchlines. I've been known to flip to the last page of a book before I even read the first. Worst of all, when I tell stories, I can't help but give some bits away too early. I am a menace in the face of suspense. Maybe it's because I have a desire to feel in control. Maybe it's because I'm anxious. My mind likes to busy itself with worst-case scenarios. I just always want to know, to confirm, that things will be okay in the end. Can you blame me? This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.